Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. Um, I have a guest here, Mike Lewis. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mental Health Check-In, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. Flattered, flattered that you asked me to come on here. And, um, you know, I'm sure you and I'll have a great, uh, great conversation. So thanks again for inviting me. No problem, man. Yeah. Yeah, um, bio on Twitter it says mental health advocate, so I definitely had to invite you on here. Yep. Um, my question that I'm about the first question I'm going to ask, I ask every guest this because I feel like it's not asked enough. Um, but I do want to ask you, how is your mental health? Um, my mental health is for the most part, I would say good. It obviously has its ebb and flows, as everyone else can probably attest to and relate to on a daily basis. Um, you know, I think whether or not people say it, everyone's mental health in some regard isn't always going to be 100%. Like you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs. I just think that as a whole, you could do stuff to kind of limit the lows that you have. And I think by doing that, it's probably engaging in like activities that, help take your mind off of stuff that usually stresses you out or like ails you and your mental health. And so I've been doing a lot more of uh, just getting outside more, um, focusing on stuff that keeps my mind off of stressful things. And um, so, so far this summer, the last two weeks especially have actually been pretty well for my mental health, but uh I definitely do go through my fair share of uh, uh, battles here and there. Yeah, I like to ask that question um, when people come on because, like, I always say this. And I said like a tape recorder because I, I say it all the time. But like, um, like I can like say, "Hey, Mike, how are you?" You can be like, "I'm doing fine," but you could be struggling mentally, right? Nobody asks like, "How's you know?" We'll ask everybody, "How you doing?" And people can lie, but if you ask somebody straight on, "How's your mental health?" you most likely are going to get a good answer. You know, you can get an answer of what they want to say and try to help your friend or whoever it is. And I love that question. I feel like we need to exit more to people that we are around, just anybody in general. Yeah, you're 100% right. Because, you know, maybe some people aren't asked enough in their normal life, or maybe people bottle up a lot of emotions in their normal life. So if, you know, they get asked that question, maybe they'll be more inclined to kind of want to talk about what they're going through and uh, that might be able to help them in their uh, day-to-day lives. So yeah, I agree. That's a great question. Yeah. Next thing for you, um, growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you? You know, that's an interesting question because I think growing up um, there were a lot of times when I can now identify as being older and look back at those times and be like, wow, I most likely in that scenario was not okay. But since I was so young, I didn't even really register what I was going through. 
Um, I can now say is like being older, there were definitely times in my childhood where I suffered from like social anxiety, um, just anxiety in general. Um, I was quite the quiet kid growing up uh, for a large part of like my, uh, my youth. Um, and I didn't really know why, like there were, there were times like before most uh, functions, like even sporting events when, cause I was playing sports a lot growing up where like just something as simple as being around my peers or my teammates, like yeah. caused me a lot of like nerves and a lot of like butterflies, like yeah. not even just the actual process of playing against, like there's a million things that could happen on a football field growing up um, like injuries, but that was the furthest thing from my mind. The, the thing that was most ailing me was just the simple fact of just being around people like not like I wasn't like antisocial or anything but just growing up when I was younger I definitely had a lot of trepidation from a young age of just being in a group of people worried about like how I'd be accepted and um such such stuff as that yeah yeah um, thank you for sharing that I know growing up a lot of people grow up, you know, depends on your background. Like, you know, like like my, my household, my grandma, like I feel like <laughs> I couldn't like show no sign of weakness because, you know, she was going through a lot and she always, she definitely showed no sign of weakness. So, you know, I feel like, you know, her raising me and everything, you know, my mom and dad being on drugs that I had to be strong, you know, and it sucks. <laughs> Sometimes, we, you know, you can't be okay. You got to be strong, you know. You know, people, different parents, you know, stuff happens. And, you know, thank you for sharing that. Um, my next question for you, um, what do you say about stigma? You know, with men, right? Especially with men, you know, we have a stigma where we can't, we can't cry, we can't be emotional, we can't be depressed, we got to just man up. So what do you say about that stigma? Um, it's definitely something that exists. I know that for a fact. For me, at least, I don't necessarily, I, I'm a pretty guarded person. Yeah. But I don't I don't necessarily like not show my emotions publicly for the fact that I'm worried about like a masculinity issue as much as it is just something internally that doesn't allow me to really open up that easily publicly. Um, yeah. But I do know that like the thing with men does exist, like especially growing up uh, in my neck of the woods, I grew up in the suburbs and um everything was very like judgmental and like straight and narrow to the point. Like guys were not allowed to, you know, show emotion. Otherwise they're like weak or they were seen as like weird and stuff. Yeah. So like, I would say like growing up in high school, I definitely had to like, you know, hide who I was not really, no, not hide who I was, but hide what I was going through. Otherwise, it would taint who I was or the perception of who I was to, yeah. you know, my friends and my uh, peers around me. But that's all a part. I think that's all a part of just uh, society and social norms as a whole. Nobody wants to be seen as inferior. Or nobody wants to be seen as weak because they're worried about how they're going to fit in with the public. And it's all about image. You know what I mean? So I think image plays a huge part in, um, how people go about handling their emotions, both 
internally and publicly. Um, and yeah. uh, that's especially true when it comes to men. Yeah, I definitely agree with you with that. Um, guys out there struggling. I lost a lot of friends to suicide. And, you know, myself, I deal with suicidal thoughts or ideation. So guys out there, you know, just if you're listening, you don't have to struggle in silence, you know, speak out, talk to someone, you know, get some type of help. And my next question, um, before we get to the question, I want to say anybody out there that's struggling with any um, suicidal thoughts or ideation, you know, there is a crisis suicide prevention lifeline. You can just, there's a new number now. So all you got to do is just dial 988, which is easier than a long number they had before, but you can just dial 988 if you know anybody's struggling. So my next question for you, have you ever um, struggled with like deep, dark depression or any suicidal thoughts? And if you haven't, have you, do you know anybody that has? Um, so I've, I've actually been around a lot of like situations like that i've had a lot of friends uh growing up that have been through like some dark stages that i had to help out of um and actually like my uh my one cousin's friend who was like an alumni at uh, my high school that i went to ended up mm-hmm. uh, committing suicide actually and um they they had an award for him going forward um to like honor him or something. And uh, I actually ended up winning the award my senior year of high school. So that's what kind of caused me to kind of carry like this little bit of a uh, little bit of a chip on my shoulder or like the need to kind of carry that with me in my everyday to day so I can give back to those who, uh, yeah. who are struggling with the same thing and where that is kind of like a badge of honor. Um, as far as me personally, um, I, I have had some uh some deep moments of depression um none that i would say to the point where it's ever led me to like want to commit like any self-harm or anything of that nature um because i think i have pretty good coping methods when it comes to that i'm the type of person that if i see a situation escalating i remove myself from it so if it's me on my own and i'm going through something i'll go for a walk listen to music um do stuff to detox and decompress to get my mind off it um so so in that regard i'm pretty uh good with coping but i have been around some situations pretty closely where i've had like people and friends who uh who have you know been down that path as well probably even worse off than i've been yeah, um, I lost um, a couple of friends from suicide. I think the one, like the last two that I lost from suicide, they really were sad, you know? Um, to see people, like the people, this last two people that I knew, to see them just like, you know, living life, just they got lots of going on in their life and just take their life, for, you know, I'm sorry, I almost commit, um, die by suicide. Um, you know, it just like, it, it was like heartbreaking. And I had suicidal thoughts myself plenty of times. You know, something currently and recently, like two weeks ago, went to the beach. And, you know, um, a lot of people don't know, if you all know guys, you know y'all listen to my podcast, like I'm a sexual abuse survivor, you know, I was sexually abused by two of my cousins at a young age. And like, I never got help for it, never told nobody. So like, affect me in my adulthood, I'm 32. Um, last week I went to the beach with two of my friends and like, I, like, 
like it was bad yo it was bad bro <laughs> like i wasn't talking i just was to myself i felt uncomfortable like i felt like i was being molested all over again and it was something that i did to myself i rushed myself into a situation trying to see if i can do it i couldn't do it you know it was bad the next day i was like feeling so bad i was suicidal i just was ready to end it all and like because i feel like i fucked up and stuff like that so you know anybody out there struggling with suicidal thoughts just Make sure you call that suicide prevention lifeline number at 988. I'm so happy that they changed the number and it's short. Make sure y'all call 988. So we're going to talk about coping skills. What are some good coping skills that you could tell somebody listening that's struggling like with depression or just anxiety? Uh, what are some advice you said? Advice or coping skills that you can offer to somebody that's struggling with depression or anxiety. Um, I, I would say that if you're struggling with that, the way to get through something is to go right through it. So I think you want to identify the problem, you know, like obviously certain things are going to be less in your control than other things, but something as simple as like self-perception or self-image, like if there's something that's causing you this depression, then it's easier said than done, but the only way to get through it is to go right through it. If you need help, you find any outlet. Maybe it, maybe it's somebody you don't even know. Maybe you just watch, you know, a YouTuber. Maybe you just watch like a TV show. Like anything that could potentially give you an outlet, do that because it's gonna take your mind off of what you're dealing with. That is true, man. Um... I'm trying to see, do I have skills? Yeah, I just, I can I, I offer some skills. I mean, I follow myself, but, you know, like um, journaling, you know, music, you know, um, make sure you get into therapy, guys. Therapy is a must. Make sure you get into therapy. You may not find that therapist that you want, but keep trying. I'm telling you, like, it works wonders. Um, working out, you know, I definitely need to go back in the gym. But working out can help you. Um, taking walks, you know, like Mike said, talking to somebody that, you know, basically that you could trust us, you know, not going to judge you, that you could just be open with. Um, yes, that's definitely dope. And my next question for you is, why, tell, tell somebody, can you just explain to, like, the viewers who's listening, why is it important, why is it important to put your mental health first? Well, because the way the body functions is everything runs through the mind. So you can be as physically functional as possible, but your mind is the one telling your body to do stuff. I've had instances where my mental was not right. And if I'm trying to go for a workout or a run, I'm not able to do that to the fullest capacity possible if my mind isn't functioning. And this is all stuff that's happened like this year. So like, yeah. you're not able to function or do anything unless your mind is right. So that alone is enough of a reason to prioritize your mental health because yeah. everything that you do in your life, whether it be reading, whether it be walking, whether it be anything, like all runs through your mind. So you need to prioritize that. You should prioritize yourself as like a whole because you're ultimately all you have. Like there's one guarantee and one constant in life and that's yourself. So if you don't take care of yourself the same way you would take care of like somebody else then you're neglecting your own self-happiness and health damn that was so good that was really good mike um i 
definitely agree. Guys, put your mental health first. Um, nobody's going to put it first. Like, you're going to put it first. Um, your life matters. You matter. You know, um, it may seem dark sometimes, but it's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, like, if anybody's out there looking for any, like, thing to do, mental health-wise, you know, I work for NAMI Bucks PA. Um, oh, I've been, like, I'm based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know if you heard of NAMI. It's a national organization against mental health. And I've run, like, whatever facilitators run support, free support groups. So, you know, anybody looking for free support groups, if you can't find therapy, you know, you know, this is something to help. Before you find therapists, you know, you can visit us at NAMIBucksPA.org. Free support groups, Saturday through um, Thursdays. Um, and my next question to you is, um, how do you feel about therapy? Therapy is definitely something that um, I think anybody going through serious mental health stuff should take part in. I think that especially, yeah. you know, if you just want to talk about like reality alone, that goes without saying. I think anybody that takes part in reality TV should go into mental health therapy. Um, but that's just a different discussion. As far as just therapy as a whole, I think it's very vital and important to one's health. Um, and I think that there's probably a stigma with that too. I think that yeah. people think that if you go to therapy, that others are going to view you as crazy or that you have something wrong with you or, you know, the same way men view just talking about their mental health as, yeah. as a sign of weakness. Therapy is also seen in that light, I think. Not by everybody, but there is a large chunk of people that do view therapy as like, you know, something that's not taken as seriously. So, yeah. I agree with you. Um, got two more questions for you. Then we're done. Um, next question: What will you do to care for to care for yourself this week? Well, I've been limiting my social media intake considerably the last two and a half weeks because I find that probably my biggest ailment um, is social media because I'm trying to keep up with what social media thinks I am or wants me to be or thinks that I should be instead of what I want to be and what I should be. You know, yeah. I found myself in the last two or so years constantly trying to keep up and fit like whatever social media blueprint that I've kind of been painted in um when in all actuality that's not really me like the only people that know who I am is just yours truly myself you know and yeah. I'm ultimately the one that knows what makes me happy what makes me sane what makes me function what makes me go so what some random person on the internet thinks and this goes for just not just me just anybody in general whatever just a random person on the internet thinks you are or thinks you should be you don't always have to listen to what they say you have to follow what works for you and what makes you happy so social media is probably one of the uh i'd say bigger ailments in uh terms of my mental health so i've been limiting that the last two weeks so the rest of this week gonna keep following the same formula that i've been doing the last two and a half weeks um gonna focus on just working out uh listening to music and uh, maybe going away, trying to get vacation time. I got like a challenge for myself. I want to go and travel somewhere and 
be on my phone for an accumulative time of less than three hours over the entire yes. course of the entire course of a weekend is my goal by the end of the summer. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And um, that's probably what I'm going to do for this week. That's good, man. That's good. Um, that's dope. And I'd like to end this off with asking you one more question. Um, I like to promote people. So like, tell us about you, Mike Lewis podcast. Like what's next for you, man? Um, I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. You know, uh, I was, when I started this channel, um, it was kind of a COVID hobby. Wasn't necessarily with the idea that I was, I like, I didn't know, oh, I'm going to be interviewing people from reality TV. I was looking for just a niche because I grew up. The thing with my generation was YouTube. Everybody wanted to get into YouTube and be a YouTuber. And so that was, I guess, my first dream and passion not necessarily podcasting or interviewing. Um, I was studying to be a sports commentator. So I guess that did tie hand in hand. So I guess that's what led me into the interviewing field. Um, And so that's kind of how it got started for the most part. But as far as what's next for me, you know, I'm just going to keep going to work here, um, interviewing some more people, trying to maybe pivot into some other fields. I've kind of started to do that with some entertainment stuff. Um, still going to keep the real world and challenge stuff coming too, but I'm going to try and see uh, what else is out there for me. Um, Cause I think that's a thing that people should uh, consider at some point too, you know, cause if you do the same thing for a while, you start to see yourself get burnt out. I know yeah. that's, that's something that I've very much so experienced a few times actually over the course of doing this. And uh, I have taken like months worth of breaks, uh, a couple months apart during my time doing this. Like there's been a few times where I just went cold and just didn't post any podcasts for like a month just because I was trying to regroup a little bit too, you know. So that's another thing I would say to anybody too that's uh, listening to this that is either thinking about getting into content creation or is already currently in content creation. If you feel like taking a break, and you want to take a break for your own mental well-being or your own discretions, you don't have to explain yourself publicly to anybody. If you just want to go cold and take a break for your own betterment, you don't owe that to anybody else but yourself. So if you just decide like one day I'm going cold and just want to focus on yourself, go cold and focus on yourself. Like nobody should fault you for doing that. And that's just my kind of way of how I go about things whenever I take a break. I just kind of do it. You know, I don't really, you know, dance around it too much. You know, it was crazy, Mike, that's something that you said. (laughs) Like, like some of the stuff that you were saying, I was like, damn, I'm going through the same thing. Like, when I first started out, I just wanted to do mental health check-ins. I just wanted to talk to, like, whoever wanted to do a mental health check-in. I wasn't, like, paying it on doing, like, reality stars. You know, I did, like, my first reality stars, I did an Instagram live with Paulie and um, Marlon from the challenge. Um, That was the first one. Then I did other ones, and I just was like, I didn't get into this. So it was becoming overwhelming for me. And I took a break. I took, like, two months. Took a two-month break because, like, I was, like, so deep into it. And then I was like, damn, I got to make sure my mental health is in check. You know, I'm being there forever. It's doing these check-ins, but who's checking in on me? So... 
Like, I definitely agree with everything you said. It's crazy that you were saying this stuff because I feel the same way about some of this stuff. I was like, oh, damn, I know I'm doing something right if you're saying it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just think, like, there's, like, this thing where, like, if you want to take care of yourself, people feel, like, the need, like, they almost, like, owe it to just people on the internet to, like, explain, like, oh, like, I'm not posting stuff for you to watch because I'm going, like, if you if you want to take a break like you should be more than uh welcome to just take a break whenever you please you know what i mean like there shouldn't be like a uh little bit of a pushback there yeah but um i want to thank you for being a guest man thank you for coming on and just having this mental health checked in man thank you so much for being here yeah thanks so much for the invite i was flattered when you asked and uh, i think you're doing a good <laughs> thing here um Keep doing what you're doing. You know, reach out if you ever need me for uh, for anything else. I'm more than willing to. And other than that, yeah, I hope you're uh, taking care of yourself. For those uh, listening, same thing goes for you guys. Take care of yourselves. Always put yourselves first. And, um, yeah, thanks again. Uh, keep killing it. No problem.